So I'm gonna be discussing five different tips, my best tips for people to have a successful Christmas whilst being on the spectrum so that you feel relaxed, safe, healthy, happy, and all that jazz. Let's get into it. Okay guys, so the first one here is a no-brainer. I feel like it's a no-brainer, but it's a super good hack. A lot of people forget about it because like Christmas is a busy time of year. People are doing everything they possibly can. People are like, you know, marching up and down the high streets trying to buy the best gift. People are gonna, you know, fly in from all over the world to spend time with their family. And it's just crazy hectic, crazy busy, but it also shouldn't be crazy stressful. And it shouldn't cause you any more stress than it already probably does because that's the nature of Christmas. So I have a hack. I have a simple, simple hack, if you will. One of the ones, I think this is like, my most uh, favorable one. This is like the, the hack that I think works the best. Now, when there's family over in the house, or even if it's just Christmas in general, and you know, there's always family around at Christmas time, and there's a lot of people in and out, moving in and out. And uh, oh yeah, by the way guys, I do have an elf on my shelf, and you guys can see him, he's out the back here. Hey, Elfie. By having lots of people in and out of your house, it becomes uh, a bit disrupted. And your usual patterns of the things that you find safe, like the living room, the couch, um, even the backyard, the, all those things become compromised because there's people in them, there's strange people, the people not only there, the routine's completely disrupted. And that disruption can be very daunting, especially if people on the autism spectrum can become vulnerable from this type of stress. I'm jingling like Rudolph right now, and I'm sorry if this is annoying anybody, I do apologize, but I've just committed now, so this is what it is. So this is what I would tell you to do if you're in that situation. What you need to do is get a room in your house or an area of that room and create like a, a you zone, like a your own zone where no one's allowed to go, it stays the same, you've got snacks in there, you've got drinks in there, you've got maybe a PlayStation, a TV, whatever, Xbox, whatever it is that you want in that zone. So that if everything's getting too stressful out here, you can always retreat and go into there and then relax and chill and just be you in that space because we all need that relaxation space to get away because some people like having family around, like that busyness and the hustle and bustle of Christmas and all that rubbish that goes on. But a lot of people on the spectrum like to have a bit of quiet downtime and a bit kind of more calm, if you will. And uh, what is this? If my hat is broken, what is, what is going on? I'm gonna fix this. And I, for one, surely do like that. So my office is always like my safe haven. I can always come down to the office and be like, okay, nothing crazy in here. It's not overly Christmassy. I've got a few Christmas bits dotted around in the office, um, but you know, generally the office stays exactly the same. You know, my stuff is everywhere. It's still as messy as ever, but still nothing is uh, too too much, too overwhelming, you know, and I quite like that. So this is what I do. Find a room in your house. If you can afford an entire room, do it. But if you can't do an entire room, then make a space of another room and claim that as your zone. And if you have issues like your parents and stuff, like you don't want you building a den, speak to them about it or show them this video and say, hey, Dan suggested this. It's a good one, I think you'd enjoy it, so please check it out. Okay guys, that was my first tip. I'm, I'm probably the best tip I have, because uh, that's my favorite tip. Okay, the next one here is uh, remembering ear defenders. How many people forget ear defenders, right? I have two types. I have the Bose ear defenders, and I also have the uh, Apple ear defenders. So these are both really good items. Um, the Bose ones are probably more expensive. I think these ones are like 350 pounds or 300 pounds for these ones, and um, they're electronic noise cancellation headphones. They're kind of like ear defenders, but they suck noise out of the ear. And then these ones are the Apple ones, and these are noise cancellation as well, but these are very small and discreet, so you can put these in your ears. I would highly recommend checking these ones out if you want to survive Christmas discreetly and um, in a way where you feel like quite more in control, because I feel like if you've got something that's really bulky on your head, you feel out of control because you feel like, oh, people are going to be looking at you, questioning, like, why is this person wearing it? But when you've got these in your ears, these lovely little tiny ear pods, um, yeah, definitely check them out. I will leave a link for these actually in the description below. Um, and if I mention any items in here, I'll obviously 
leave them below. And actually, there's a bunch of stuff in the description if you want to know any of the camera equipment I use or any of the, my, my top tips and my hacks. Anyway, check out the description. There's loads of stuff there. So Ear Defenders, pack them because they are going to reward you. I highly recommend checking them out. Um, if you don't have any, uh, look at some reviews, find out some that you think you can afford and the ones that fit you the best, and then definitely invest in them. They're so good. Do you know when I, I forgot these? I was in a I was in an event. I was, I'm doing vlogmas uh, all of the December to you know vlogging every day until Christmas. But then one of the things that happened is I went to a rally um, in, in in the university close to me, and uh, it was really noisy and really busy, and I forgot my ear defenders, and I kind of got overwhelmed. And then it reminded me of the fact that sometimes at Christmas when there's like those people on the table and there's like kids running in and out, and then somebody in the kitchen, and, uh, it gets all crazy. And that craziness drives me uh, really overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh, so I highly recommend checking out ear defenders because these are going to be lifesavers. I, I, honestly, these are going to be lifesavers. Nice. On to my next tip. Okay, this one's really important, okay? So people on the spectrum usually have a sensory processing disorder also, comorbidly with their condition. I, for one, have a sensory processing disorder that gives me uh, the heebie-jeebies with food textures and certain foods as well. So I have certain foods I can't be around, like chopped garlic or chopped onions or vinegar. Ugh. And so those things, are not in the picture for me. I can't have them anywhere near me. And a lot of the time at Christmas, people are doing all fancy cooking and the turkeys bathed in garlic and onion and all this rubbish. So I have to make everybody who I live with or who I'm going to have food with aware before I get there of my food aversions or the things that I don't want to have on my plate or the things that I can't be around. So that when they are doing those, then I can be removed from the situation. For an example of this, when we went to my girlfriend's parents' house for um, her, like a, a summer gathering or an Easter gathering, I can't remember, I think it was Easter actually, um, and they were doing like an Easter hunt for the kids and they were doing food so they said hey Dan we're going to be doing some uh, food very very shortly and we're going to be cutting up some onions so can you step outside the house and I was like okay I'll do that and by doing that I actually uh, I was saved I was saved from the horror torment of gross foods that are going to make me feel really sick and uncomfortable because those things really upset me and it's weird thinking that food upsets you but that's how it goes and that's who we are we're just people you know we can't we can't just you know make up who we are we just are who we are so I would say Speak to everybody that you know that you're gonna be eating with and tell them about your food divisions. Maybe they can sit you uh, somewhere else, maybe on the end of the table, so that, you know, you've got like a free access and, and good clean air coming in, rather than being in the middle of those people with foods that you don't even like the smells of, because that's super important. And of course, what's on your plate? You don't be going somewhere for like dinner and having your Christmas dinner, and then the stuff that you don't even wanna eat, or you can't eat, you know, that's another thing. Also, you know, you could be, I don't know, texture specific as well, so you may not want meat, or you may not want like sprouts or whatever, I don't know. Whatever it is, long before the meal happens, put this, pause this video right now and write down a list of places you're gonna be eating over Christmas and then write down the contact person next to it. And then when this video is finished, go and phone that person and then sort it all out. And then come back and give me a comment saying, Dan, I sorted on with Christmas dinner plans and all the food I'm gonna be open as fast as it appeared. Awesome, thank you for that tip. And I'll be like, dude, you got it. We're bros, hit me up on Twitter. Guys, by the way, I follow everybody back on Twitter, so go check me out on Twitter as well. I'd love to be your new friend. Okay guys, let's do it. Number four. Okay, this is a cool one. Number four is actually planning your day. A lot of people forget to do this, but I've been doing it all December. I'm planning pretty much all of December out so that I know that in December, I'm gonna have uh, the ability to go, okay, um, I know what I'm doing today. There's no kind of like, crazy plans that are gonna jump out of the air. People like to do a lot of things in, at Christmas, and especially Christmas Day, it can be so busy. I actually had a, um, a book, I found a book, 
uh, and it's kind of like a it's like a plan uh, to how to do Christmas and I got it from Marks and Spencers which is a shop in the United Kingdom and uh, it's, it's about 10 years old now but the book is fantastic it runs you through everything you can expect from Christmas so I kind of plan my Christmas around that like you know family coming over how to make Christmas decorations how to do the table decorations how to do the food how to prepare presents how to prepare the, all the food in the fridge and all that kind of jazz I love it the book is fantastic I'll try and link it below if it still is available but planning your day helps tremendously because it's not just planning your day it's your you're planning the fact that you know what's going to happen and that is going to be hopefully risk-free obviously there may be things that will come up but you know you can't always uh, account for things that are just randomly um, happening but most of the time you, you know you can you can plan ahead and you can stick to your plan as best as possible and that is going to make you feel one as comfortable as possible and two as secure as possible because we all want to be safe secure comfortable and achieving everything that we really want to do and I love that so remember guys make a plan right now plan your day what you expect interview your family members find out what they're planning to do so you don't have any kind of surprises that are going to throw you off so you can just enjoy your day because everybody wants to enjoy Christmas day everybody wants to have a good time and there's nothing wrong with that it's awesome check it out guys I'm wearing a, a, a home alone hoodie how cool is this it's cool actually I love this and it says home alone side as well just let me plug in this this is not my merch by the way I just, I just like wearing it okay guys so my fifth and final tip the best tip for you is going to be don't take on too much a lot of people want to do loads of things at Christmas time they want to do they want to see four family members you know four different houses on Christmas day they want to also go out to midnight mass on Christmas Eve they also want to go out on Christmas Eve and have meals and see their friends and go to a party and all this stuff and then on Boxing Day there's another party and then there's another buffet and then the day after you got buffet and then you got New Year's coming up and you got okay just take a minute to slow down take ourselves back think about all of this right now and think okay there is too much. There is, a, there is a point where it becomes too much and you shouldn't take on too much. Know your limits. If you know your limits, you're not going to be that person who has the meltdown because you didn't prepare, okay? Put this into your plan. Using the, the one I just said now, number four, planning your day, put this into the entire week. Plan your week. Make sure you don't take on too much. If somebody asks you, hey, do you want to come to this party but you're already going for a dinner two hours before the party and you, may, you might run late, don't risk it and say, okay, I'm going to the party because you're going to stretch yourself out. It's not going to go to plan. It's not going to happen. Everybody is more stressed at Christmas time. Everybody's hustle and bustle is like thousand miles an hour. You don't want to rock the apple cart and you don't want to destroy your day. You know, at the end of the day, you want to have a nice festive period. You want to be able to enjoy what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, for one, love uh, the Christmas period for just trying to find time to relax. Like all my videos are going to be uploaded and scheduled this week so that nobody, you know, has to worry about me having to work over the Christmas period because all my videos are dead. But it depends, you know, who you are and I know how much I can take on and how much I can't do so. So remember, always work within your limits. Don't do too much and try and relax with it. And that's one of my main things that I'm trying to do over the Christmas period. And I highly advise you to do it as well. So remember guys, Dan says, don't take on too much. And how do you know when it's too much? When you question it. If somebody says, can you do this? And you go, hmm, that, that there? No, you can't do it. You go, mm, oh no, actually I can't. But if you, if you say, can you do this? You go, yeah, I think I can, I'm free. So yeah, okay, cool. That's how you judge if it's too much or just right. So guys, with that being said, this has been the best five tips for Christmas. The Asperger's Guide to Successful Christmas from Down the Asperger World here. And I wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and without further ado, have fun, and I'll see you next time, guys. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World, the T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D, so the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.